0: Come from a bit of a ropey uh, podcast Good weekend I think But um, yeah we're here today So obviously thank you for all the feedback we've had for the last one We've got two special guests today with us uh, First Josh, how are we feeling?
1: Doing before, not a lie but It's been a, been a tidy bag only Sun's been up, beautifully cold But uh, Hannaway yesterday was uh, one from But So I'm still recovering But we crack on But beer week this week so we like to you know, stay with the current topic, current affairs, and this one comes from uh, a place where the biggest story in sports coming currently unfolding. We're in Barcelona Food, author oh. uh, Estrella this week. Uh, 5.4% beer command commands respect. Brewed in Barcelona, it's the flagship uh, beer of the SA Dam brewery, established in 1876 by Frenchman August Dam. It's the oldest beer in Spain and Australia uh, translates from Catalan Spanish as star. Nice, you've gone for a bit of a safer option after that rubbish last week, I now. Safer option, lessons learned, we move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to have a crack of it? Go on. Uh, it's coming on offer in the Spa, £12.99 for 12 bottles. Again, on the really expensive side, but uh, expensive taste you thought, So, cheers, lads. Cheers, boys.
0: That's a lot better That's last anyway moving on i'd like to introduce you to the guests two stalwarts of the talk about rugby we've got rugby royalty and the other one coaches the quins so <laughs> <laughs> we got first off andrew dacey he's been a player for the quins he's been uh, a magnificent servant as a player was once uh tempted to go up to come, come on <laughs> no, come on, So <laughs> once took to the group to Cardiff but he uh, stayed to the club he went on the culture club um seniors on the junior side and then probably one of the most successful side in Welsh rugby uh he was a secretary for the time on the committee and then he come back when the, when the call was needed to uh, coach a quince and um, drive him on last year. So, Andrew, welcome to the pod.
2: Thank you very much. Nice to see you. Nice to be here, boys, and enjoy the beer. Fantastic. How are you feeling? Uh, a little bit rough. Uh, I mean, a little bit of a social up in Cumberland, as you were well aware. It was part of it. <laughs> Uh, and the beer, then the winner it is to the beer, boys, I'm afraid. Who's the jet you've done, Gerald? How I, I was Gerald after his fall? I've talked to him the following day, he's always in bed, they smashed him He <laughs> fell over the fence, you see how he went. I met my eye. There The flip flops flying around the grid, it was fantastic. <laughs> don't well, <laughs> don't <with> <laughs> it fail, you don't drink with <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, right there, right. the dish. You don't drink with the dish.
0: It does fill it, you don't drink with the dish. Go in with that. The next one is uh, he's the current captain of the Quins. Uh, he's a massive driver of the club. He's played hundred and forty times for the club. Um he's fantastically do it on and off the field. Um Dale Bowen, how are you, Dale? Good afternoon, gentlemen. <laughs> how how oh, are you feeling, mate? You come late to the party yesterday? Didn't you? Yeah,
3: I uh, had my niece's birthday party first. Didn't stop me having a film,
0: Yeah.
3: And uh caught up late. What uh, what was your punishment for uh, turning up late, mate? Uh party going up the run. Double vodkas and one pint of bowl. I think I'd done a double of vodka,
0: spilled everywhere, <laughs> and, I the bowl in. <laughs> and in all fairness, the boys helped me up with those. Oh, fair play I yeah. think I've got to say thank you too, because I think if I stayed any longer, the drinks will go my way. So, uh, <laughs> cheers, to the turn oh, up no late. No Anyway, we're just going to crack on into um, our topics today. So, just start the general about game at all, but I was in a pretty good place before uh, we went into lockdown, the crumbs were top. Uh, stars were top of Division 3. Um, so did you find rugby at all but there's a standard
2: decent? Or what's your thoughts? I think it's getting better. Um, we went through a bit of a lull a couple of years ago, I thought, where teams generally uh, were quite poor, take up players, possibly finish too soon from the game um, for different reasons. Women, you know, I suppose. But no, uh, <laughs> but no I think. Um, it's picked up. I mean, the Stars, obviously, they beat this in a pre-season friendly last year, which I don't really like to remember, but uh, they played quite well, in fairness, and that. So, i think we to talk league, but and very competitive yeah. in the same league. So, they're decent sides. I'm not sure whether Ty was think they were struggling, with Carnaval was struggling. But, but I think, generally, with Abraham playing, at some good results last year. Not top of the league, but they were some good results, away from home as well. And we new top of our league after all the difficult sides we had sort of maybe eight or ten fixtures left against yeah. the, the, the off, bottom half of the league so I think we were denied a little bit of the chance of the, championship, the league sorry and obviously promotion and potentially a couple of cups as well because we were still in the silver ball yeah um, Opposite after the Stars as well, it would have been great if us and Stars got through the thing now. we'd have been there, on the would probably been there in Cardiff. Man. But if we'd have we should be, I'd say, if we'd have been there, then we only have the two of us got through. We yeah, had difficult games to get there, but it was potentially brilliant. So, yeah, I think the standard, at all is it, is on the increase. Yeah, definitely. Dave, top the standard? I'd
0: say I'd play with Caleb Diamond in the second round. <laughs>
3: Uh, no comment, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was allowed to say that, mate.
0: We we'll definitely have a ten minute break each game on, because, you know, he's <laughs> prone to a yellow card. He does like a yellow card in you know, all fairness, but uh, he's a very committed young man, put it He yeah. is committed And if man. he's committed to attacking a referee, he will <laughs> 100% commit <laughs> to attack a <our> referee. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, obviously you've, you had a stunt on the start as well, and I was working it out. After seven years I played senior rugby, we've played in five years of them together, so you probably still that fed up with me, we still are going to pitch. But um, do you think uh, do the your time come from youth to seniors at rugby until I was growing, or is it being stagnant? Is it dipping? Well, difficult one really, because when I was come up to youth, I only played one year youth, rugby with Queens. well him. And for me at the club then there was a lot of people, that there was a seconds team, and you have to sort of go through the seconds team to play in the first team. We don't see it much with us now, because we haven't got that, we got, we got players of about 50-something boys registered this year, is it? Yeah. But when I was coming through, you'd have 30 boys training it in like on Thursday night, which is, we don't get that now, because obviously we haven't got a seconds team, and the, all the older heads, obviously, they finish right? Um
1: But, like, the Stars, they got a second side. Uh, they play. Uh, I think mixed, mixed ability rugby as well, that's coming up in the town. In as in, standard normal rugby, I think it is better than what it was. Um, although, a couple of the old days, the Crimson were totally different after they beat us last year. slam then probably dropped. Uh, but, yeah, you know, all in all, I think it is improving. As we talked just now about the teams in Batard. Um it was tie back, back then and the stars were all in the top five of the division. Like we were top about that was. It's so sort of, you know, the teams are doing well around you. And hopefully that does continue. Um this, you know, you touched upon um, last season really good season for the Queens. You managed to get down and watch a few games myself, um things that has been a quite a big following especially from the boys of the cricket down with the quittons. Um Just want to pick your brains really, obviously, as you said, season finish eight ten 10 games early, you won for the league. So with the core cool win and that, does that kill some momentum? And, and what do you think your our biggest challenges as a, as a coach and a player, Dale, in
2: uh, in, the, in next season? The difficult thing at the minute is, uh, obviously, you finished on a high, and it was a very frustrating period because uh, we couldn't possibly win. So there uh, we could not. I mean, I think we were in a good position. Uh, obviously, all our momentum's gone with the COVID. Um, we have started training, and I've got to say it's been very well-, well attended, considering there's no start date for the season. Uh, we've got a couple of older boys come back, a couple of boys coming back with injuries, a couple of more is going to come back again the Christmas. So uh, we are going to be... When, when, when we do get started, I think we to go and run in because there's uh, a keenness there now. For us. It's an unfinished business, if we want to have a better term, I suppose. And I think we we'll have that same uh, capability. Like, obviously, we're going to be the uh, the team to beat in our league because we were talking about it when we finished, so they're all going to come at this. But with the strength we've got, um, as I said, 50-odd players, potentially most 30 of them could be first-team players, to be honest. So perhaps we will get seconds off the ground, but that's a big that's a big... That's a big, uh, well, you know, it might, it might not happen that way. Um, but, yeah, I think the momentum will be easily regained, I think, the way the boys have been training. And we've added two new coaches to know uh, Ford is moving on to greater things in Willfield School, and they've done a great job with us. But uh, now we've got Jason Larkman as approved coach over the years at premiership level, international school level and things. And obviously the who's been a British player, and i am and been coached by... Brilliant coaches from you, and he's added both of them are adding uh, momentum to our training, give new new ideas, the boys are buying into it and thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> um, I think the biggest challenge was going to be is getting the boys up for it. Know when they'll start it. But I think we're well, glad we've done it because the boys are trainers, and we said, working hard and it's well attended. So I think that was our biggest challenge. The possible biggest challenge is if we don't get started in, say, six weeks' time, maybe heads will start dropping off and thinking, oh, I ain't doing any more running, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. But, uh,. Well, normally me but <laughs> <laughs> as, as I've been appointed captain again I have to unfortunately <laughs> no, it, no, it is one of the worst things about uh, being captain like, oh. you got to run <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never done it <laughs> <laughs> in my life in, in any game you rarely see me <laughs> run <running. laughs> it's about
1: the top two it is yeah if you touch upon a I uh, bought through that um you know, the keenness and the, and the hunger down the Quinns is, you know, it's higher, you know, as an So I think, from an outsider looking in, I just think, you know, I think the Quinns are never really forgetfulness about them, it's been a great environment created down there, you know, a positive environment that people want to be part of, Um you know, is, is that something that you would, you know, how important has that been in the success of the last couple of
2: seasons? Well, when we got relegated, was, uh, people were like, oh, my God, we God, uh, this is a bad thing. But at the time, uh, I took over coaching just after Christmas, the season was over in March, we were relegated. We had a couple of good results, but all the results went against us, so we were relegated. So we had a, meeting, I asked for to come on board as coaching, and, and we, we started training early June, which is ridiculously early for September. But because we finished early, it was well attended. And we, we sort of realised we was in competitive in games right up until the last twenty most of the time, against the better sides in the league we went on from. And then just c- capitulated with penalties and just not fit enough. So we sort of thrilled them a little bit down the dunes on uh, Raven Beach. Uh and the boys worked really hard and bought into it. And in fairness we were fit there um we already had the ability there's no there's no doubt about the ability but it was a a doubt about the fitness and once that went uh, everybody's arguing so we go back to basics party is a great uh believer in in brotherhood and and, and, and that type of things we all get together we socialize together we have a great spirit we've had a couple of good tours ibith was a particularly good one um and hopefully, we'll have a couple more to come once this COVID's gone. But uh, yeah, the brotherhood feeling you get on the Quinns is very good. And they look after each other on and off the field all the time, fairness. The so boys technically, a lot of the team come through uh, the youth sides together. So, and even a couple of boys that joined us were the same age from my youth side, like uh, Cam Douglas had come forward joined right, well, obviously. So, yeah, was a good brotherhood, a good, a good young base. And there's also a couple of older heads that enjoy the social side of it as well. It? So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look of you, So, yeah, huh? so, uh, I think they're they, they, they close-knit and that helps on a rugby field when you're down your head, uh, stamped upon or whatever, kicked it up a bit. It does help that you've got mates on, on your side and they look after it. Yeah, I can only t- t- agree with that. You
0: know, last season, there was a long work to be done off the pitch and I think all the work off the pitch was outstanding and it created everything that was going on the pitch, so keeping on to last season now. Any famous wins a stand out or famous moments to stand out to your mind from last year?
4: Um,
3: <laughs> I think, uh, obviously, Port Cornwall was a big one because yeah. we didn't even play really well. Um, our set piece was poor that day, you know, for Edison, and we did. And you're looking back at the game. We were the better side, <laughs> even even on yeah not playing well. Um, that was a big one, and then both Wells home at uh, yeah home sorry because I mean talk about the away game. What, what do we got there it was seventeen,
0: seventeen, eighteen, boys, I seventeen, and Watford, and then oh, we'll <laughs> right Man, he went down. I he took on
3: the bench. Stage on the bench physical, so physical, yeah, so that stands out big for me as well because even though next year now we we'll probably be in the same league, we have got still had not finished business in our league. Yeah, 100%. like There's two results I can think of that we need to correct. And yeah. maybe three. You know, there's, there's teams that we didn't really play well against. We lost two games, which I don't think we should be losing, <laughs> personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those
0: is the Biffles away again, going up over 17 boys, And that, just, that shows to get them. I say, it's a trip away, but there's will Going on bench like, <laughs> you yeah. so I mean, uh, everyone's evolved? It's it's, it's great. And you got to give I think we have got to give credit to him as well. You know, to done his knee in the pre season. Did he do what did he doing his knee? I
3: think it was it was yeah. MCL it Emile. Emile Cielos. I mean, he went on the bench
0: and he didn't contact and. Uh, the warm up, and I think it's probably put a year, extra year onto his injury. So, the funniest part of that, and he's down screaming, and Dacey's shouting because we were going on the corner. Going on the corner, going on the
2: corner. on the floor, man. Shamoo. He jumped over
0: So, and obviously, um... Top of the last thing as well. You mentioned that we, we kind of win games for now well and then uh, the last twenty would fail away. If you look back at our games like that post call game that Beaufort game, I think it was massive. The best passage of play we had was the last twenty minutes. So that's a massive pat um, in the back of what what we've done in pre-season. Um, do you think that um, staying in this league you now it'd be tougher next year because? people
2: can look for Scott. Yeah, I think, when I think uh, people took this lately, I mean, it was written off on a couple of websites and a couple of whatever, oh, uh, oh. social media things saying, oh, the will struggle again, um, which obviously got my back up. Um, but, and yeah, so we're gonna be the team to beat, it's gonna be difficult. But I think we are you know, we deserve that uh is and we are gonna to be tough to beat anyway. So anybody on the Queens, I fancy us, anybody. And even the way I mean the mindset a lot of boys we got. And always have been you mentioned uh the earlier uh uh corner, Jack boys always they don't really care where they play like you know you know there's no fear over. The ones I play, they go they used to go they used to play we've go to certain anti Danny for example we, when I was playing with the Queens we got I think oh we got bloody that know and it's in the back of my mind now these boys don't seem to have that feeling saw w- or, or that uh, you know that fear I wanted better wouldn't it so another game is a lot cleaner now than it used to be like that, but but still it's physically demanding sport and we going to make it. Very physical game on a We want to make sure where everybody comes there don't enjoy the time of yeah. the Quins when they play and they can enjoy it after the bar I mean, That's by all means, but uh, doing the game, we want to make it uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think um,
0: everyone says with the Quins, being in the middle of Fairfield, I think it does give you a mindset. And if you go away, you can't be as bad as the quint sometimes no. because it is it's such an intimidating place. I know uh, a classic Crystal Calgary uh, saying is. And Andrew Dacey, is the point, and I mean, it's a ship door, but it's our ship door. And it is, and, that's, and I think when people come there, smack bang in the middle of Airfield, you don't know who's going to come and watch you, yeah. it a boost for everyone. I think it's uh, probably one of the most intimidating grounds in Wales, and I would really like people to tweet us on that and see if, um, if they agree, but I, sometimes I look out the window in the middle of January and I'm like, <laughs> I have not really a bastard <laughs> <laughs> And that's a woman, so I can't imagine what you're saying tonight. Yeah. Well, funny you should say that, I've uh, been banging in the fairfield. Remember we played a French tour inside a couple a couple years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. As soon as I got off the bus, they, said, they were saying, there's houses boarded up in the middle of the fairfield, and there's a settee outside with people sitting outside
1: drinking <laughs> cans of it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. And, and as soon as you say that, you think, oh, no, what have I walked up into <laughs> here? Yeah. No windows, the sofas are outside. <laughs> cans, uh, them. Uh, I mean, players coming in, you touch your pawn, buying and it. It's not just finding you've got to put up with any kind of equipment. His mother as well. As <laughs> so, I mean, it is massively hard work. Um, yeah, I I think you know a really good conversation over there about last season and um, all the thoughts are going in, into next year. i Just, uh, just curious to go, you know what's next for the Quiddens. You know, as you said, this you got that um, got that foundation over the last couple
2: of seasons. Got a good group of lads down there in all the aims going forward? Well, promotion is uh, was a big thing, but so obviously we want to win all our games, and we want to be competitive in everything we enter. So I'd say promotion up to the league above, and then let's hold our own in that league, and then see if we can push on, because of the average age of the side is about 23, was it, or 22 mm-hmm. last year, so we've been able to 23 super probably. So we've got potentially... Four, five, six years where we can be really successful. So, and then in that period, we've got a couple of the younger sides will be coming through, and hopefully, we'll feed players into that as well. And I can sit and watch you and drink and beer without worrying about what's going on. But, uh, yeah, so for me, it was just to carry on success and the success to me because we've been, we've lost 100 points up been conflict a couple of years ago to me, and you know, there was you know, the immediate death to Queens, and I've been there for so long. I've Seen the, the peaks and troughs, um the peaks have been great. The troughs have been really bad when we had 11 or 12 players. I mentioned Otsi and Josh play, when people have played up there. They were the heroes of the quince for so me, not the ones that play when we winning some of the balls and things. It's the boys that played the, up in um uh, and got it 25 points, I agree, did we? i not going to do 25 <laughs> 000 000 000 000 000 points. That's not the yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're the you know, of the Quinns, them boys that sustained that Played, finished that league season off, and then we could rebuild again. Same as when we were relegated. We had a good feeling, even though we were relegated, and we knew what we could put right, and we put it right. And the success is, is obviously there to be seen, but uh, it's all become better than that, and I think we can, because we've got a good spirit, um, a couple of youngsters has joined us from Camargo uh, like Drew Kinsey Lewis they've added uh, Luke Schroeder they've added impetus to the boys have been there for years as well um, yeah so potentially we can go on to win this league um, I'd say then we'll try to f- the table of the league above next year and then possibly win that league I mean that's all my ambitions and whether I'd uh, still be involved is another thing but, uh, but I won't be involved but whether i be still coaching is another thing but uh, I, I lost my ambition. What would it be? Well, <laughs> 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 I a question though, as you mentioned, Tim <laughs>
0: <Drew, laughs> Kingsley and Lewis uh, Crawley coming in, they've been able to stand over for the Queens. Um, Do you think it's massively important that if someone comes into the quins, they buy into what's what's happening, Donna?
3: Yeah, um, absolutely. But the big thing for me is they are welcomed in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, enjoy the crack because it's about enjoyment at the end of the day. Like, we play rugby because we enjoyed the play, it, and yeah. we enjoyed going to the bar after it. That's the biggest thing, and uh, we're doing quite well on the field, yeah. where it's easier to enjoy when you're, when you're playing well. But as you say, like, when we got relegated, I remember, I think it, it must have been presentation, and um, Rhys Henry was there from our Bratton race and we were sitting there so, making fun of ourselves, we relegated <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. uh, you sing the songs where you get relegated we going to it don't we <laughs> yeah, exactly. we've a bad season we be better next year sort of thing do you know what I mean so yeah. it's about enjoying and like I say by no offence to the boys who have come in they have
1: enjoyed oh yes. uh, and <laughs> absolutely and, and not just enjoyed
3: they they more than get involved yeah you know, they, they're leaders of it as well so that's what's great
0: yeah oh absolutely Um Lewis is um, Drew's a good driver as well, a massive driver. But Lewis is he's you know, he's trying to get started in eyes work with a new deal. Um, I know his old man is a big supporter of us. His mother is, but I don't know if she'll be back down after her birthday drinks last week. <laughs> um, I think she would be staying away <laughs> next of years. But um no, I think they're massive and they have brought into it, obviously especially like from my personal experience I think the Cruz was very welcoming when I got there and then um, when I went on and I tried to play the Premiership rugby free games they were very uh, supportive of it now when I come back they could be walking out I was just had some, uh, banter but it was all in good good stand like they knew um, I knew that if I ever needed them they, they were there and that's the massive thing for the Quinns you've got to buy into it but they will give you back 100% yeah. it is a massive okay. thing uh, so obviously we talked about next season uh, we don't know what the league's going to be like at the minute because of the Covid Um if we went to localised leagues, what's your thoughts on that? I know Dale, you're a big, uh, you believe that we're going to go to localised leagues for a season. What's your thoughts
3: on Yeah, um, I think it's going to allow it, uh, even if it's friendlies or or league system where you don't get promoted, obviously. Um, I'd love it, Honestly, it'd be great. Um, who, who doesn't like a local derby? Oh. It's one for all the spectators. Um, God. God. There is one person, Donnie are
0: They're cracking stats. I've played for the Stars and Quinns Derby, go five times. <laughs> played four times against Quinns for Stars, we lost every game. And then I played to the Quinns issue. and for the first time in God knows how many years, I couldn't let the Stars beat the Quinns. So I'm <laughs> a bit of a curse, and Dale has reminded me of that ever since we lost <laughs> the, to the Stars. So yeah, I'm um, 98.9% people like the Derby.
3: I say, who knows? it's 99%.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh,
2: right. With the Darby's aim, it'd be great. I think if he seemed to have a late start. So you have say fifteen games, you play home and away against uh, Tata, you can play uh and we all we've mentioned all the opposite stars. How great would that be for clubs to be full? I mean the ones who are the higher league like Tata will be the ones everybody wanna beat because 'cause they're in the championship. Um but we 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 would be we would be another one that wanna put the stars and that Barclay would want to beat us as well. So I think it'll be really competitive games. I like, think the skill level might be a, a little bit off because sometimes when it's a, a full blooded uh uh, local derby that skill levels drop off and it's generally the ones beat each other up the best. But I think it'd be great for clubhouses to keep interest in the sport until the leagues kick back off. Um, we don't want mismatches. miss We don't want people smashing people. But it could make some score of them if what I would do if there's nothing be potentially you could have ten subs on a bench in every game. And, and so you haven't got a second then and then you can make as many changes as you want to do in the game. So everybody's still playing you can have a little league, someone locally to put a trophy on it. To w- who wins the league? Or you could even have a cup of competition and run alongside it locally. You don't go the better, you don't go to Neath, Patrol of an area, and you have possibly 12, 15 games, which I think would be fantastic. Yeah,
1: you know, I think we touched upon it last week as well. But you know, COVID really has come coming, and you know it has it has you know shot a lot of sports. It's, it's stopped a lot of sports from happening and things. And you know, we talked about the local league and all those fixtures. Like, do you think, you know, we just spoke about the success of the quiz the last couple of years, games of promotion and promotion and improving that standard, but do you think at the moment, it's not just right across all the sports, do you think that localised league, do you think the message now just needs to be, let's get a game on, let's get people together, let's get them in the clubhouses, let's get boys, you know, coming back and it, you know, if you think there'll be a lot of boys that'll maybe finish a bit too early, they might go, you know, do you know what, we've had nothing for four, five, six months, and we get back down there, you know, see the boys enjoy themselves. As you said this, maybe that's going to be a free hit for the clubs now, with players trying new things, with, you know, the resultant, you know, nothing on in terms of the league and stuff. Maybe a period of localised friendlies might, in the long run, be good for development of local rugby.
2: Absolutely. Um, years ago, I think talk with years ago, because I've been there forever and ever, the Queens used to, I'll fix this. There was no league system at all. You, you arranged your fixture list at the end of the season for the following season. And we used to play like Pontipea Athletic. They go as far as Bath, you know, 10 years ago. So you could pick one or two real tough games, nice trips away, where you would have a couple of beers on a bus and have a, have a day trip out. But you also play all the local sides. And then the silver ball was the main thing at the time, man, because they they pick, pick 10 fixtures from your fixture list to be your silver ball games and then run a league on that, not playing each other, but whoever you played. Um, but you could play good sides, lesser sides. So you have got a big squad. You can pick, you know, one game. Right, we can pass more no youngsters in, or more boys who are trying to get to prove that they're first team players. Uh, but so perhaps that would help till in the short term, perhaps till the end of till the seasons restart. But what may worry is then if one side is too dominant, then it becomes the standards will drop. So plus we do go back to leagues again. Uh, later on, or when the season starts, perhaps next September. The year's been, I think. I think so. so, obviously, into top of play lead that gives especially we talk
0: about visions for the club in the next couple of years. Mentioned tart in the Championship, that could be a aim for the Queens to be outside of the Premiership, to be the best side all with the again because I think we've got um, the, the structure in place and the standard in place. And if there is a local, player, it could be kind of a yardstick if we do play Tata. I know we're playing in a training game, but if we're playing in a, in a proper fillet, that's the standard then. Can we be the best item the all, though? because that's got to be the idea you know, surely? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm putting pressure on you. Sorry, I'm not coaching anymore. What was your course last year?
1: Sorry, I just fell off a school. Take
0: a week. I gotta bring it so this weekend I've got a lot of boosts for the week. There's just a, I've had a- Good block out, they'd be gone in five
1: weeks. <laughs> so you've got to embrace, foot. <laughs> embrace the drum fella.
0: <laughs> go I've got to hide out and have that uh advertise a thing for which of the bird, they to have your coffee and not allowed anything but a small breakfast now. So. Abandoning <laughs> a, a, a barn bigger than that. so
3: and it's the opposite of me. I've got to have a rather big one. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, we obviously to be the best you've got to be the best, and so um, be brilliant, to play that like I say we had that training game against them. But it was a re-training game, but it was still a bit full blooded. Yeah, it was a bit feisty, it's yeah. well, a good word. No? And um, yeah, of course, that's, that's what we want to be. We don't want to be the Quinns, second, better, third, fourth, whatever it is. We want to be oh, the, Quinza, Secca, Bethel, Bethel, whatever, the best. And, and I think we're up for it. If yeah. it's yeah, what I'm saying as well, bring <laughs> it on. This is definitely where we want.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think I can agree with yeah. that because obviously whatever's happening off the field and training, we're and not, I think. Was good, uh, Jason's brought in He's brought in a, a structure Which is played in the Premiership, Played in the professional league So it's not just We're just turning up And giving a simple game plan um, There's play, things in place I know Andrew's talked about Even last year If, if we did win the league We were already planning For the season How we could change our, our game plan to suit it And I think that's You've got to be like i to go forward And I, I, I personally think That the Queens Can eat from Tatter in the next couple of years. Anyone wanna disagree with it, come on Twitter, but um <laughs> uh, and I, I that's my personal opinion and that's what we've got a member on here, like we said last week is people's opinion. So um, Josh a question about Josh as the host. Obviously you were a spectator, in it so you had a different outlook from the three of us. How do you find last year as the Quins you watch a couple of games and know Chris Holden watched a couple of games. Um we do get I must say we get a good support from the Cricket Club, but then the cricket club do get a good support from the Quins, yeah. especially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially when Carlton's make his day for the first on Saturday. So, um, was <laughs> uh, no, we do get good support. So Josh, as, a out, outside looking in, what do you think of the Quinns, um, from last season and going forward?
1: I think, you know, as you said, a few of us come, uh, you know, come down the fall as much as we can, especially all, but I think, um, you know, I think last season, Alpine Road, you know, turned into a, a bit of a fortress in that league. I think, as Dale, you know, Dale touched upon it, I think a sign of a good side is when they start winning by not playing well. Um There was a couple of games last year, I think, um came, was it? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, Um You watched them last year, it was a great performance, but that win was grind- probably grinded out. Um You know, I think there was a lot of frustration by the performance from all the boys, but I think that when our final whistle went, they, you know, they ground up that win. I think that was probably more beneficial to the boys' mentality than if you, you know, hammer someone with 50 bucks. I think um, I think maybe that game was sort of a proof there that, you know, we are good enough to win this league. We're good enough for the league above. And even when we're not playing our best, we're still growing our performances. And I think it comes back to that togetherness. I think, you know, games like that when, you know, it's horrible, cold, it's down to Quinns, you know, you're not playing well, it's frustrating. That's when everyone that you know that together now that brotherhood is the you know the used and it comes together and, and carries all the language. But um you know, that's mighty from a spectator point of view, that was the biggest thing I took from the Quinns not just seeing uh, the winds tumbling every week but when the back was up against the wall in two the games, um, you know, everyone was pulling through
2: in fact, I, think, I think we decided to complete the pretty stuff because early on, when I was fighting and uh, the pitch was full, he put 40 points, 50 points, 60 points up the at one time yeah. Yeah, in that one game. I know they scored 20 on it was a great end to our game. But then when I wear the turns on the field, he gets quite heavy. We can grind, grind, grind up wins as well, which is because uh, we've got a big pack as well as, as some nice, nice packs. So, yeah, and definitely uh, the Brotherhood definitely helps when it's a
0: tough day at the office. I think, um, especially touching on that as well, I think we had a lot of, everyone was enjoying our attacking rugby, there was a lot of comments coming in on you know, your defence, you know, it was like we were like 30 points a game, but we were yeah. scoring 60, etc, etc, and then when it came to, we couldn't score as many points as we want to, we were like, stopping sides, so I think both call away again, yeah. massive game, we could restrict them to free penalties, Um and I think against Progen Sports we know them, and it was the first nil since the uh, U won Division Two years right. ago against Milan. So I think our, our defence massively improved. But if you're going to play attacking rugby which you want to play, you're going to make some tries. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. And I and I was I gave, when I was uh, and i called cool for my coaching career. My change as I as I get on and probably. But I used to tell the boys, and Tyler always reminds me of it. Ambition is critical. So if you chuck an offload and it don't come off, ambition's critical. If it comes off, you're going to be the best player in the back bar for that night. If you don't, you're going to get a bill. So the have to say ambition is critical.
3: Yeah. Yeah, when we started leaking points, I think you turned into a attack coach then. Attack coach!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paddy O'Callaghan was the fence
3: coach, and Paddy didn't turn you know? up. <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: uh, an uh,
3: attack coach. We scored
0: 66 points. Uh, sorry, I thought myself as an attack coach. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
0: yeah, so obviously. Um, I think one of the things we've got to talk about, especially with Andrea, is that is our youth team. Um it was great yesterday to actually sit and um, watch uh C. with Reagan in. And that was funny enough, I was talking about it earlier, it was a bit surreal, boys putting bets on their they make like about being first try scorer. <laughs> I think Jack He nearly had an heart attack when uh, he didn't score first, so
2: must <laughs> <Yeah>, that <laughs> been two
0: problem well spent. Yeah, he did go he did, he did go to the bar after that. That was when I was twelve, so um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you've had a couple of boys who obviously played for Aberdeen um obviously Calvin and Reagan went up to uh, St. Helens and Reagan yesterday, which apart from my back from everyone at Portal, but he did his of appearance for St. Helens. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I remember his debut, it was, it was mental because he sent a text into the group to say you're starting and that was outstanding. Um, do you think um, that Portal has got a knack for just having. Just raw talent Because it tends to Like over the years You hear so many people Who've like had the talent Some have not gone on To like play yeah. Long But you know Like the way It's just It's a knack of Just being so talented
2: I just think i generally You've been uh, Overlooked for years And years And years I mean you go back and you talk about uh, Jonas or and uh, not uh, Anthony Jones' father Lynn Jones' father like he'd score tries in the final trials and he's a bit of a bit of a boy off a field apparently overlooked by the well set and he's hardly any school boys used to get capped And then Chris Scottigan was the first one to be capped from chocolate schools I mean I know uh, it's ridiculous among the talent has come through Portoppa that seems to have been missed and ignored now this is a major bugbear of mine because of that you say I had and mean, we took a all along with the Ospreys and I think only Luke Davis was the only one who had any sort of recognition? At that level. Calvin, Reagan um, was over there, uh, they both went on to St. Evans, right? So, and but he they were all look but the Ospreys and he was given out the main number, I think he uh he, tell he, you he'd probably confirm this, I think this is what happened, But he was told that he plays rugby legal, he, he plays rugby union. Now to me, he was such a small country. Why are we putting people in that decision who clear let him have his head? And then if he's do you think he's good enough, we'll get him back and forth. Now they miss loads and loads and loads of talent. And I I Wales in particular and I like we speak about the Ospreys because I've been mean, involved there is that it's very insolent. If coaches from Swansea Valley, a lot of players in Swansea Valley, yeah. if you coach from Bajan, a lot of Bajan players in yeah. there. So, to me, I think you should coach out to the region, so if you're a Cardiff Blues coach, you come coaching the Ospreys, and you select the players, so you don't know boys, or you don't know family, because, I'm glad you said I had, a lot of them, Keelan Davis playing for Championship, but in Leeds now, in professional form. Two rugby league players, Calvin and Reagan, and, couple of premiership players, Fritney played for Wales and Sevens, and hardly any the of them boys, or any recognition, at, at, at the lower level,
1: hardly any. Uh, well, that was a question, I was going to ask you this, to be honest, I mean, in the last podcast, we talked about player pathways, and, and coaching, and coaching beyond the amateur game, um, I think that's have answered already to us, but, you know, do you think that you have got it right, or, or do you think too many players, are still getting missed in the system?
2: I think you're probably still getting it, as they're not involved with you, right side. So I can't have at the time, I could see it. was and people are watching the games with me who I meet some other clubs. Like a big example, Jacob he never got in, and he was the best scrum half in, in the region by a mile, a country mile, in my opinion. And a lot of opinion around the field, people come on to me and say that, like, you know, and he, and he went on to Abravan and the wheel sevens, but he was totally over because he was a little bit smaller than the other scrum half. Um, when you look at what's Ospreys here, earlier, I taped it yesterday, I watched it earlier, and we've got a, a 36 year you old, know, 37 year you old know, English ultra you know, half playing for the Ospreys, that's got to be a failure, haven't it? And that's no offence to Steve Mike <laughs> no, but uh, you know, there's no offence we need to play proven player but surely in a region that includes Bridgend uh, Avavlan Maiste Swansea Meath and Ucark you, you know so now from, oh, there's something wrong there's something wrong there's something wrong, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. <coughs> yeah. I know I know I'm bloated this ball looks a bit like Andy Gould. Goode <laughs> young Andy Gould with us and, uh, he's looking for a gig so <laughs> <laughs> if anyone
1: <laughs> need one, Colin
0: I'm gonna, we're going to have to have a, um, just have a pause now anyway, because we've got one bottle up now, we don't know where it's gone, so, and we've got a <laughs> bottle up. Oh, yeah, there's one. Up. Well, this one um, <laughs> no, we're still C- recording, <laughs> this, this is, uh, this is, I'm Is it? it still recording? Still recording. Shout out to Steve, my
3: reminder. <laughs> yeah, <there's laughs> Steve, you know, don't.
2: What? Steve, if you're listening, there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but even then, don't like watching. <laughs> Tabu's also that Africa and Toby's yeah. a good player can be you, but he's also not Africa different. You know, he's no youngster. Well like yeah there's really, really nothing yeah. on the games. Mike lets come back for Scarlet's for yeah. last year or four. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I have um I've had this uh, discussion um because obviously yeah, two years ago I was playing against good name drop and I was playing against Jason Tavu Cross Keys and then yeah. about Two weeks later, he signed for the Dragons as injury cover, and now he's got a gig at the Blues. And like he's a good player, but especially like we say. Even in, in cricket now, with, with Glamorgan, I think, have got a hard time. They've started back, they've got a lot of youngsters to play in. Yeah. I, just give them a go. Like, Osprey's not going to make a playoff, Blue Scarlet, yeah. they're not. so just give someone a go. Well, a great example Sorry. for me, like an answer, was it?
2: Keiran Davis, he got a leads yeah. you know, in right? like, He was a great player for this weekend, he was a great talent himself. He improved that, that was his weakness, he improved that to become a good, great tackler, yeah. a good all-round <laughs> player. Now he, he goes to Leeds University. University, he captained like, in English University, yeah. but he's in the squad and I think he did captain him in sevens, I think. But he was involved with in that. And now he signed for a, for a semi-professional side-up. No, you can't tell me at a young age. He was a good player at a young age, Keenan, and he was a regular out the half for one of the best youth sites in Wales. Because he didn't go to an college, or he didn't go a certain college, he wanted, they, they didn't look at Now there's boys in that team that I coached that all went to Work rather than to college. Right? They all took apprenticeships or left school. Who didn't go any college? As soon as they left, soon as they got into the college system, not interested. Just discarded. Now we're a tiny nation. We we only play really along the M4 corridor, up a couple of valleys, and a little bit up North Wales. It's been a great job in North Wales of uh, identifying talent, and we're still missing talent. In this area, which is tiny, tiny area. So that's my biggest, but better uh, than be, is that you just have the system. I mean, you are talking about the dead and things. Do you think know, there's a feeling in the system or a
1: problem with regions writing off young rugby players too early? Um, around the sort of, you know, we see a lot of players develop later than others, no, not just skill set physically as well. But do you think sometimes there's a problem with players getting pigeonholed too early? Um, and with the way sport is now, sport is an instant result business not it. I don't think, I think, you know gone the days where people come in and you're, and you're given years to build uh, the club or the team you want. But do you think with that said, do you think there's a failure around right there and you off too early and then, rather than working with what you've got, bringing in from over the
2: bridge and, and targeting other players? Yeah, you're right there. I mean, too small is a great example. The who, yeah, Ferry, who, who, you know, CD or whatever he was one of the uh, tournaments, eh, uh, one of the Regan's Really, bless anything you, know, you had to go from Austria to go to Cardiff. And so, so he's I, I, I understand it's a big man's game at times, but it's, it's room for everybody. You know? But you look at the pathway, even the coaching pathway, right, is that you've got, I in, this is no offence to a person or to people, or it's not out of English anyway, but you've got Toby. What's his name, Tony Wolf? He's coaching the the Ospreay. You've got Australians and uh, and, and all types. Uh, what's his name, Dino again? And no offense, he's a great coach, and surely, a lot of coaching pathways we've had in our country, we can't get Welsh coaches into the Welsh jobs. I, I think it's. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Was what, that something? I'm not it. I, look, I just name five or six players here that could have done a job at a certain level. I'm not saying anybody else played. Not saying we can but they We know we can a chance. Yeah. I think one of the best examples is Mark Jones. You know, Mark Jones was coaching RGC,
0: outstanding young coach. Likely not. Is he ready to be a young uh, head coach in the region? Who knows? But all of a sudden now. He's coaching Crusaders probably I'd, put up, I'd like to watch him play against Saracens or Leinster yeah. but probably the best club of provincial side in the world yeah. and he's skilled coach now he's working with Richie Mwangard at 10 he's under Scott Robinson who's pr- hopefully with all the talk going to be on the Lions coaching staff he's living for the best and you know you look around I think Lynn Jones is now coaching Russia uh, Sean Colton now a very very good attack coach is coaching Russia and um, Phil Davis coaching in Libya. The there's loads of Welsh coaches all around um, who's a, um, there's a guy coming from who's a South African, on the South African coaching side one look up he's going to Leicester had, uh Waters oh, okay. he's yeah. gone to like, so we do slip from the net coaching and playing and, and that's why you kind of I spoke to someone about going to the RFU and, and going up to see look I know we're saying we, but the WIU still do a good job yeah. but there's sometimes it got be there's something in there Like um, Joe Lewis I'm listening to Joe Lewis Who's from Bill Fowles He's an analyst now For oh, England good, yeah. He's like Eddie Jones Is right down man, oh, like, nice. And you can't get in the job Craig Whelan Ty that boy well, Another well, one well, from well, the That's where it has. Yeah. He, is it Like Gavin Vaughan Who's from From Tom is got one Dead analyst Really? Like, you look at these people And, and, and it is, it, it's a classic Welsh saying Because, say, oh, oh, say, like, oh, it's Scotland Oh, Scotland doing well Oh, yeah, so-and-so's uh, at Ed Abelis He's, are these mothers Can't Scotland <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, And that's a bit of a thing So anyway, Dale You haven't spoke, uh, spoke for a while I'll ask you um, Obviously I'm going to ask you I'm going to put you on the spot, yeah
3: um, uh, so I like was this can
0: be edited anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> know, know, obviously, you're a great servant. I think um, i the got to mention now, uh, a young 20 who does say Dale Ball was one of the best things that ever happened to
3: signing for the Stars. I'm, I'm emotional moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few drinks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, you're of the Stars, you're a
0: massive driver. You, you uh, helped the Stars... When he was struggling At the time Then you went back To the Quint in a similar position And he went back Um And you drove them to, to win the league In Division 2 So I put on the spot What was the better team The Division 2 side Who won the league Or the Division 2 side Who played in this year Mind now well, Because there's two coaches In there <laughs> <laughs> Just the
3: first point I think you're Calling a hero basically <laughs>
4: Um, <laughs> uh, which one's the best side? Uh, is a good question because I wouldn't say there's many not playing in mean, that side. Like they're both pretty much similar sides. Uh, but let's have a so
3: look. Penland, what was the starting Luke, <laughs> <laughs> Jake. J- J- played as well, yeah. Jake was there. Um, Side. I'm gonna go with, and this is no disrespect to anybody, I'm gonna go with outside now. That's because Andrew's holding a gun today. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the gun of the game the next <laughs> <year as well. laughs> I, I want to play next year. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think, uh, it's, yeah, probably the side now
1: by a uh, half inch. Nice. Two great sides. Silvercrest, I do this. What's the best Quinn side you played
2: with? Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Well, I played for the Quinn since I was about well, 16, as my first game up in France with so M4 and So, great, the greatest side I played with, four. Oh. Um, the one that won the silver ball, the second silver ball, that was a good side with. Um, Coxie's youth side and uh, uh, Wanklin and uh, all them boys, because uh, has got the way he got it. When I was on the bench, because he was struggling for front row forwards, I come off the bench a couple of times, even though I was coaching as well. And I thoroughly enjoyed the physicality that they brought to the game. A lot of boys there, that similar to the side we got now, all grew together, and he was skinny little hunts when he first started. And then we we're three or four years into it they were lumpers, and like, Garth Poo, the big boy in the centre, you'd have, uh, Jonesy, who I just mentioned, he would have week, Billy Davis, all big, strong boys, Cox, you'll always been strong, strong yeah, so, and they were great side to play with, but I can go back so long, and matter of fact, I don't know, um, I don't know, Facebook, uh, Doing the early parts a lot, though. Pick my best cringe ever which was an absolute nightmare. I upset a couple of people to play with the You <laughs> <people laughs> had a couple of people's Christmas card, I said. Oh, it? I did, yeah. What am I done? Because I started it for like, I, I mean, it was pretty fit uh, the first couple of selections. <laughs> of course, anyway, I just played well, it, no. Yeah, I just played it. That's why I just got longer and longer, and I had to harden a bit. Like, but uh, yeah, I played with a lot of the players on there, but. This this side can be special. They can be part of the Queen's you know, uh, colourful history. And they could add a lot of trophies and a lot of respect back to the club and a lot of respect back to the playing side of things and the social side of things because they are social animals as well. I think. Yeah, <laughs> right, I think we are. Yeah. I think, uh, a pineapple put it earlier. Yeah.
0: We're just an embarrassment to society.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. That was nailed on the
0: So obviously, Andrew, you mentioned that Facebook side and I think uh, that was probably one of the best things come up of the lockdown. A lot of people were talking about it. <laughs> it was a good discussion point, and you don't you, you don't realise until you get mentioned how many people actually play for the Queens. I think pff, it's got to be eighty per- percent plus. They've played at least one game for the Queens. Have played in tournament, so yeah. I think. It's um, it's a very uh, prestigious club. Um, we're going to go on to a couple of the, uh, past times now. So, Andrew, you you said uh, the Queens were the first Champions killers in the
2: Cup. Yeah. A couple of times. So, who did we play? Padpool? I think. No, well, the first was Cross Keys. I think. Cross Keys? I, Krosky's, Krosky's, I was I the was I first, first one ever. I'm a Cross Keys legend, two games. <laughs> and it was a nice day they beat it, were it? No games, <laughs> 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 yes. uh, so Boski was the first time any junior club beat a senior club or first class club as they were called. I think the, the, they beat my stage then uh, the next couple of years later. So they were the first junior side to beat uh first class club twice. And then uh, we did it the, uh, the first ones to do it three things. We beat Abraham in a particularly great event that was to I think in 12, was, yeah, yeah. Armoured, I know, it was a fantastic uh, fantastic day for a half of that was in fairness um, yeah so I thought the question was <laughs> no, <yeah>. Did <laughs> Did like, yeah, yeah. do
0: you think it, uh, so obviously it's gone into the Swale Cup bowling plate yeah. I think it's a good opportunity for someone to get to, um, to Millennium Stadium and we've seen it some good stories over the years yeah. but do you think it's lost a bit of the feeling now because imagine um same move, uh, or upon Depriv coming down to the Queens now, and how much I would generate for Absolutely. the club, but or uh, not just the Queens, imagine uh, upon Depriv going to Stars or and yeah. play back it's, it brings in massive. You know, maybe someone has a good cup run, you S4C in the quarter final playing correctly,
2: you know, it, it, what do you think? I think um, it's usually on the third round the big boys come in, so they wouldn't play in the the, the minor round. So you sort of play off. Uh, the lesser yeah, teams I yeah, want a bit but like an an cup yeah. Kind of thing Yeah So they're coming yeah. On the third round There's also Week for Christmas So um, I think over the years like, you know, Ponty had When he were up The uh, absolute best Graham Price Staff Jones, and, and all Kevin was All of our players Kissy Wish Ring Bishop All them were playing Week Before Christmas On the Queens, Thousands watching Tough old game. Though, like they beat us 30, 40 points. I didn't play that one. I was only about 12. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> 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 a bridge, but, um, but in fairness, you know, we won a day out. We played Neath and we lost 9-6. Uh, we lost 12-9 when they were on their on the way up as well. So we beat Abner Holland. Two great games against Cardiff. Uh, one at home, which didn't really cover us in glory for other reasons. But it was a great deal. out. And, and, and I'd skirt over what happened. But it. it the following went up in Cardiff it was fantastic. We only lost like, a couple of threes. Um them ever, and, uh, we smashed yeah. them up front. and as Northster, the biggest thing, Norster had to play in the game to prove his fitness, to play against England and captain Wheels a week after. And in fairness, Ray Giles kept them in the game, he was fantastic. Because even though know, they were rattled, Ray Giles was a great uh, great player, Ray. And I played with let me have to play with Ray a couple of times I went after. And uh he said, let them have your head, let them have your head, they, they blow, they blow. Well, he was right, he did blow, but not as bad as he thought. And we only lost, I think it was like 24, 12, 24, 15, something like that. When you consider they had British Lions all over the place, internationals everywhere. And we had British Lions. <laughs> <laughs>
3: British
2: Lions, yeah. British Lions, well, so yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, the cup was great. I understand why they split it up. Perhaps a mismatch between certain clubs and semi professionals wouldn't be great. But then, it was the same sort of thing. you are playing against top internationals, the like British Lions. This level, at the Premiership, isn't that level. element? So, I, I think it would be something they could do. Still run a cup for your own leagues, but then have one the overall big cup, Yeah, think. Yeah, you touched upon
1: point there. I think, you know, obviously the, uh, the new format of that probably does try to take away that mismatch, isn't it, between uh, yeah. a, a Premiership club and, you know, going to a Queens or, or Stars and that. But yeah. from a personal point of view, and David this as well from a player, you know, we more than you know. You know, we want to throw, you know test it out. If if that system came back in, and it was a you know a follow draw, and you could probably you know a draw wherever you want. You know, when you boys relish that? shot, going face you can actually Zabran and test yourself against you know what's proceeding. Where's you know the, you know the best league? Yeah, absolutely. I think it touched upon it When you mentioned Carter coming into
3: a, into a friendly league sort of thing, you want to prove yourself on a, on a bigger, always prove yourself to the bigger sides. Whereas, I think, imagine drawing Abu Dhabi in a cup. It'd be amusing. And the boys would relish it, before it'd be pumped, it'd be a good day. It'd be packed out. so would mm-hmm. be packed out, so, and, that's, and that's the only way well, we will yeah, uh, both, both be packed, um, but I, I would love to see it happen, to be honest, I haven't got my years left of me. So. Maybe it happened when I it, yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't have to play because <laughs> <they are. laughs> yeah. art. No, no, definitely be up for that. I can. not you now. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, at the minute. Just to play around. I think i in the league with us. Yeah, I know, right. I, it won't be, right, there's no disrespect to us, our teams around. It wouldn't be great for them. <laughs> As you say, playing lesser teams uh, week in, week out, because it might not do a lot for them, but... Yeah. For local sites around you. There was talk, I think, a couple of years ago, putting a select team uh, for a friendly game. I don't know if oh, I'm making trip, yeah. that but from, from each side. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe there was a talk about happening. I don't know oh, if I made that no. happen. <laughs> <But> I've <laughs> dreamt it. But I think it'd be a good, good shot. If you haven't made it up, it's a cracking <laughs> idea. No, it's <there's> a cracking <laughs> idea.
0: We'd never push it out. But it It's Albert Pod select.
1: Which which would you to get you in this to test yourself? And that. you, put, you, you right. put a coach from each
3: club in, yeah. You have two weeks of training with everybody and then they to select a swap.
0: I think it could be as well. It's like if you're a young aspiring player say like Ushur, okay
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> say like I don't know, say for example like a um, like a Drew Kings game, for example if he plays in a cup game against Abraham that's his chance to go
2: and, uh, and get a, like a contract that's what happened when we played Cardiff we had our first goal myself Laura McBlock my and Mick, Mike, Mickey Jones who plays back, had chances invited like, to go training with Cardiff which was never struck up in the end to be honest but uh, it was through them games that they sported you like, and that was your chance for a sh- shot at the fame if you wanted it. and not only would you have a chance to play against good players you could prove your worth and potentially get on to the airplane stuff, that type of I think about the Dale's point there, but
1: Abrahams uh, is a, a, a top of select friendly, you know it's a, it's, I think it's a very good idea if it's not been thought of before, but, you know, I think we, we've already spoken about it, going back to the effects of the current, you know, current affairs, the current climate with COVID and stuff, maybe that's something you know, it should be thought about, maybe you can have Abrahams with top of select and using as some sort of you know, COVID fundraiser for the local clubs around you, you know, helping hand, because I think, you know, we've spoken to a number of clubs across sports, and I think the biggest problem every club is having at the is, you know, this there's small, you know, community chess funds and, and stuff like that, but there's a lot more clubs, you know, it's too little to go around, yeah. um, and I think maybe where we are now, if we uh, can do anything we can go up the local clubs on. you, I think we should be doing that, you know, we haven't got started for, you know, for the rugby yet, but you know, I, th- I think that's definitely something that should be, you know, put on and, you know, as Daisy mentioned the it, standard of, of local rugby is improving. Um, mean, we should try to do everything we can to keep that going rather than let it stagnate now and sort of use COVID as an excuse as to, uh, no, you know, that's the reason why it's gone down again. But, um, you know, I think everybody we mentioned today is quite really positive. Yeah,
0: so obviously I think we're going to have to do a part two bit Because I think there'll be a lot of people who will enjoy this we're, we're nearly into an hour of uh, recording and I think there's a lot we could have a couple more hours But um, just talk about, obviously we said about the Quinns And having a lot of uh, characters We're going to talk about a few iconic club men So the first one I'm going to put out Johnny Davis Oh, we will just talk thank about Johnny you. Yeah, just say a few words on Johnny
2: um I can't tell uh, <laughs> I because <can't. laughs> <laughs> 'cause he'd be arrested, I'd be arrested and most of the Queens will be arrested as well. He's an absolute legend He's obviously uh not very well now, he's in the, uh, he's in, in care home now and he's, yeah. he's uh, not great. But what the card what a hundred percent trouble brotherhood he'd do anything through. Um he'd fight through, he'd He'd do anything, he'd pay money he'd, he'd give you all his last he's just one of the finest men I've ever met, really. And uh, I got a run Charlie, you know, fair photos come up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, eleven years ago and Johnny and his mate came uh, come up on a bike with us and we were running and he was supporting us on his bike, so we had a couple of support vehicles as well to meet us for refreshments and change of clothing I think and the things and, Joe, and John he was on apt and he just a great guy they can't go into stories generally <laughs> <laughs> he's, I, I think he's a
0: oh, I think even one story my old man was a DJ for a, year, a couple of years in the then. Um he was doing a couple of uh, DJ uh, gigs at certain places and he, he left his uh, van down in um, the Lido one night next thing he'd been robbed so yeah, they had do-on in the Queen's couple of weeks after. My father was adamant these these speakers or his. So he said to Johnny, to John, these are mine, these are mine. So he took the, they pretended to play down and said, oh, where do you get him from? They got the name of the guy who sold to him. So my father was sitting in the house one Wednesday night. Johnny rings in, Come on, I'm picking him up. Where are we going? He said, I don't know where we going. when they went to the guy's house who sold to him. The guy, they locked the door. He didn't even half open the door and Johnny whacked him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just Jolly cause he done It won't like he do anything for the people, and at this, like I think he's such. He'll go down as a not just a Queens legend, a Togher legend. When um, yeah. he dearly had a good effect on the youngsters as well, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he uh,
3: was good growing uh, up through a club with Jolly on fairness, <laughs> you, th- you think of memories, you think the, the silver ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, he damaged the, so the wall in some way. We I, <laughs> I think he paid for it so yeah, uh, yeah. 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 sort of
0: sort of personally like no, think about it later. You know I mean? yeah. He's uh no, he's a legend. You're working,
2: he'd fit in well with the social now when he did go into oh, that yeah. slot. So, yeah, yeah. well, when, when I was in, when I first joined Quinn, I wouldn't sit by him. He was a scary character because he's fucking about all the time. So, there would be one seat in the bar, the bar would we be arm full, and I'd rather stand by the bar <laughs> than <to> sit by him. <laughs> but in the end, once you get to know him and you realize the type of guy he is, you be with him all the time, you want to sit by him all the time because he was that type of character, Carter. Car, uh, they don't make them again more generally, He put up the cringe was his idea from birth to fruition, which actually pissed down everyone we had. He was really unlucky. But we made money on every one of them. Uh, and he was we pulled up it when he was just about to get really big, I thought. But uh, Johnny was a driving force behind that. He organized tours, he organized point systems to make sure. So he comes from a background which is quite rough in fairness to him. Uh, but what a lovely, lovely guy! What a gentleman, what a character! I'm um, getting of it a little now. I will have to pass it on because he's. Good. I think uh,
1: yeah. Last week's podcast, we put a bit of emphasis on 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 junior sport, me and, and you know how important it is for youngsters coming through. I think probably what we didn't touch on enough last week. maybe is the, is the importance of in that older group at the club as well, the older generation, yeah. um, as well as the future of the club is the youngsters. Is not going to be a club, you know, without the old lads who are still there and helping out and stuff. So, you know, from personal point of view, you know, with uh, my sport cricket, all the old heads in a club we were instrumental in in one keeping boys interested in the game um, and to you know sort of sort of teach you a few things and helping you become a man from a boy sort of thing. But uh, no, just get your thoughts on on the importance of those old lads in, in in a club environment. Yeah, massively. Um, the probably one of the biggest things, really, because as you say, I go back to. Your youth island. when they had they had Andrew
3: and party you No, know, party loves a social. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And a social is what brings boys together. Yeah. And it's what actually binds the boys on a Saturday for the team you know, to play and et cetera, and more But it's those old heads like I guess like you say, they're the ones that pull through and like make make boys men. You know I mean? yeah, oh, yeah. party part made a few boys, man. <laughs> Like I remember when the boys were I think they were it must be first year seniors, maybe second year. On a Sunday they come down with the dragon, they they, they always play football or something, and people people the RC. So every Sunday they come and see a slot in the Dragon. Oh, oh, well <laughs> <laughs> i was up there now. That well, I think they didn't finish our season playing football anymore. They, weren't, they were in the, in the Bad on Sunday. End. And now and so, you can't keep them in. But it's the, that sort of social that, that has made this team what it is like. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, I, I think, and that's a good base. So we
0: do have a, we have a bit of a passion if we haven't played well from the old heads, but they are a good foundation. And there's one man, obviously, we have going to mention these... Uh, the Andrew is a second generation from the Queens because uh, there's a big Phil Dacey and he's a club icon <laughs> in the old film, they're completely done at the not awesome.
3: uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what can you say about Phil Dacey? Like, you, you can't say too, to but I'm not going to say too
0: bad. Yeah, we, We've been coaching <laughs> and talking
3: I'm about sorry it. The day. <laughs> I, uh, I, I caught him out uh, on his phone as I'm not going to say oh, it. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> If you want to know, he did after uh, I've <laughs> <seen years>. so, <laughs> It's a class story, <laughs> but uh, you
2: could talk about him. And uh, you get in trouble for? Him. Like, obviously, he's my own son. I've invested in, in Uh He never played. Uh, never played rugby in his life. Uh, always loved it. You know, when he did try to play, uh, he played for the RAF, and Douglas Barnard kept him out of the team. Now that might not be funny to some of you, Douglas Bader. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, what he's been for the Quinns over the years as a character, he's been a committee man long serving and his biggest thing for us was at one stage when the club was on its dire needs on his arse, went to word, he was secretary, uh, chairman and treasurer all in one go and he was in his late 70s or mid to late 70s then. And it stressed him out, no end. That's why I went on as a secretary yeah, and try to help him out. And we, and we managed to get, like to Stuart Ball and do it and, uh, and otherwise, boys on a committee which took a lot of responsibility off him. But that was his biggest. So, so he's been he's an hero for Queens not for playing wise. Well, but he's been a statistician, he's been a photographer, he's been a press officer, quiz master after the game years ago. Hysterical, he used to be. I right, think he died off in the end, but he would be in the time. But he. His, his biggest thing was when he kept the club afloat, as probably well, one or two or three committee men that was weighing in at the yeah. time. And that was another low end that we got out done. And it's yeah. because of his resolution that's got us through it again. So, that character he might be, but he has done, oh. he has done some good. Oh, no, know he's an outstanding bloke. I don't think you could find anyone who doesn't say a bad word about
0: mm-hmm. Phil. No. Even remember one of his famous quotes? I don't know the difference between a blackhead and a tighthead because my, my son's the best propping with him. Because the ranch doesn't know what he's talking
2: about. I <laughs> didn't so play that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: We're going just start wrapping it up a bit now um, It's been outstanding this so We're going to definitely have to do a, a live show In the Queens, I think when we start coming up Christmas special Christmas special in the Queens. Um. So We have a segment now Sporting memory of the week um, We're trying to keep it local So David can go first What's your uh, sporting memory that you can be involved in Or you've uh, witnessed in in, this, in the
3: area What's your sporting memory for the week Um winning the league was obviously a good memory um, but probably the 2009 silver ball because of the day it was, we took seven buses up yeah, that's right. seven buses up to um, Caron yeah. Santa Clara um, yeah, uh, which we lost to year in the cup right. uh, midweek it? Oh. On, on a flight yeah. to um, Yeah, just because of the day obviously Silverball, so, Big big uh, tournament did in The Morgan
1: area uh, Went up uh, Obviously uh, On the buses Boys had Beer tickets Because the sponsors Were giving them Beer tickets And they were using A bit of a bar <laughs> 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 So <laughs> I thought I was a bit A stir i um, I've tried
0: A couple of times uh, Using the Queen's Beer tokens And the welcome it, it never comes On
3: <laughs> And um, But then Obviously You we went back uh, On the bus back to the club, great night, but, there was so much fear, where, Sunday morning, Paddy picked me up in his van, I went down and dropped all day, Sunday, look. It was a good celebration, I
0: like, guarantee. I do have to, we did have a plan, kind of plan, like, if we won the league, and we would have the Saturday night and then the Sunday, and we'd be uh, a Kangaroo Court and the Sunday Club. Yeah, a tight
3: I planned that, I, I planned
0: that before we won the league, and yeah. I got a two point deduction, so yeah. I sat in the sweat a bit. Which,
3: which we won the appeal for, that. Yeah. Oh, we won't quit that, we think. won't quit We <laughs> won't
0: quit the yeah. uh, die gate.
3: But yeah, that's probably, me. yeah, I, I have to say, I have my memory because. Yeah. Sorry, I don't remember. <laughs>
2: it's just the last one. So much to remember, otherwise, is it? Yeah. <laughs> There's any. Uh... Um, oh, we lost a the question, There's another one. But I'm going to go for uh, you say when you beat Stan Conway up in um, the Millennium Cardiff Arms Park. As was thinking. Right, it? Um, <laughs> uh, it was uh, interesting. <laughs> indeed, uh, we. One hour league, the Ospreys, Division or whatever, so it made us like a champions of the area and it was a playoff for all the other champions, so it was a good standard. So obviously well, the the winners of the west, north, east, whatever. And we got through the final, and non fairness, when the dogs really got through. Um and I was saying on that day, this is what makes a great sport for me, is that we were struggling. We had a great squad. 25 players, but there were 10 injuries ridiculous. But Calvin uh had gone, and Reagan had gone up to Wigan, uh, St. Helens, Wigan, he? St. Earlens already, uh, they were in the academy, so he went up to the equation. Keelan Aries was out to the half regularly, broke his wrist, so he didn't play. Um we had to convert uh, back backward forward created a centre. We are not back in the final <laughs> since yes, he never it. played in the centre since. Um and then about 15 minutes into the game, our captain and uh, scrum half, Jacob Flynn, done a little bit of tap dancing, where really he shouldn't have, <laughs> and ended up getting sent off, which he says he never did. And, and a thousand people said, Yeah, he did this. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps out getting never done. So I believe Jacob. <laughs> he I got know. sent off. And what the greatest sport of for me he was at uh, Conor Carrigan, playing number eight on uh, our ball and scrum half on airborne, and he was one of the match, he was the best That scrum half and number eight on the field, as well as playing them all at the same time, he was uh, outstanding, but the back said he was probably nine at the play in the centre, Jack, and the full back, it was, we had a mix of match, team. All. he was outstanding, he, he, uh, he was only 16 at the time, and we went on and we beat, that got with 14 men, I won points, and it was a great display, great day out after, because we can this to, uh to the Queens, uh, we certainly celebrate well. Yeah. There's a few drinkers down there. Oh. I try not to associate myself with them, but uh, <laughs> we do celebrate. And that was probably the finest thing. And we beaten him out the way who had been on nemesis for a couple of years as well. Like, so yeah. it was a great occasion, Holland. I can certainly agree we celebrate. We only beat... Bill
0: Fowler to sack and him with a Sunday club. and didn't 6 before. <laughs> Josh, have got a memory for this week, Matt? Anything? You play for the Queens once or twice, didn't it? As
1: a kid? Was, well, no. I think uh, yeah, I think it goes back to the conversation about you know certain youngsters being missed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <age>, I'm <laughs>
2: well, trying to
1: get them back <laughs> to go, <does> <laughs> it back. I see, I think you know, I think it's the uh, it's the win it's the it's the win it's the, win- the, win- the for doing it. Is yeah. Money- Is the money the revenue of football coming back? But uh, <laughs> the money's just not been made right so far. So we
2: make a big club from the money. That's what money know. No, I've spoken about we've
1: ordered nothing cool. for me this week, but I think. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll sort of wrap it up from my side. But I think boys, uh, absolute players, you everyone today. Thoroughly enjoyed my uh, bank holiday Monday afternoon. Oh. Still carrying a slight hangover, but um,
0: <laughs> not. Be the, <laughs> <laughs> the week doing the job, I think. It's been a it's, success uh, this week. I, you know, a thing from last week. I think it's been a tremendous success. But no, that brilliant coming
1: on. You um, know, it, it's just great to sit down and have a chat, read over a beer. Yeah, I think we said in the weekend of this podcast, to us, is really. The chats we have in the club, is just putting a microphone next to it really, and uh, yeah,
0: and crack it on. But yeah, cheers, lads, and um, all the best. Thank you. Cheers, lads. I am going to finish one memory because it's the Queen's uh, special. So, when I leave away the last season of Chris of Baladon's Kenya, was was a listener. All right, I oh, know. I thought you were going
3: to talk with Mercer. Oh, oh right. no, um, we'll bring it up. I, you can bring it up as well. Really it is on my Instagram. Anyway, uh, the bridge. No, we, we,
0: play, uh, we play We when our live away, it's one of them rearranged games, um, it's like, middle of May, uh, Wednesday night, so uh, right, the boys were all nice, uh, still the night doing were in the Swansea, it was one of them games, just get the game done and, and get out of there, so everyone's in a bit of a giggly mood, like there was nothing on the game, we were safe, so we get to the, uh, if we've been doing our lives, there's like a little bridge, and they've got to get another go to the change room. So we're in the naval minibus and it's a famous minibus, everyone in but all another naval minibus. So Crystal O'Carkin's driving it. Red as a tomato in the face. Um <laughs> Big Red. So he looks he looks a Steve Ridd, I think it is, Steve Ridd, or oh, I say Steve Ridd or someone in the front of him because uh Do you reckon I can get through it And about fourteen voices at the same time say, Yeah, you can definitely get through it Next thing I'll hear is a massive bang. <laughs> And then the words of Chris O'Connor go, fuck, I hate it today. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's not the best uh, preparation to go into a game. Because it's about 14, 15 guys rolling on the floor. And And he's like, fuck it. And the moment Chris gets stressed, he's like, fuck it. Give it a lot. So anyway, he tries out another go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, and again we don't so the boys are falling off to the side door to get in there Chris has gone out he's, you know, he's just and we, we win the game Dale scores a wonder try from about 30 yards 50.
3: and it is about 30 yards 50. Yeah, 50. <laughs>
0: Step and, away there. and we played some lovely rugby at day, and we went out and it was a great night after it, but it was all set up from that day when, when Chris hit the, uh, the bridge and, I, and if it's one of them You've got. You have to be here uh, to, to believe it, <laughs> because this there was no chance this bus was going under the bridge. <laughs> but he was, he was a good character for the quins, and um, no, well, it's just been a pleasure. Um, I'll see you uh, in a couple of weeks now. And the social, twelfth of September, isn't it? Twelfth of September. Yeah. I'll try and get. We're back. not going to come over. <laughs> yeah, we we're no longer We're no longer Passed at this park There's barricades up there Look at us Don't look when they stopped Wuhan And those no, <laughs> people so We're not allowed to win That's the great Piece of stock We're not allowed to win It's been a pleasure um, Thank you very much Thank Good you. Always. Always. Well, Good well, luck, well. luck for uh, The season I hope to have a couple Of run rounds Get to lose this a bit But thank you very much And um, Thank you to Um our song of the week this week is, uh, Everest from April. Cullen. Thank you very much. Um, if you want to hit us up, uh, Instagram, our Twitter handle is at PTTS pod. again. I see chief. Good. <laughs> Email uh, is pttspod at gmail.com. Um, we got another one next week with, uh, good. Two good guests. um, he is known as the second best keeper in uh, the tall because, you know, it's, there's a running joke. But thank you very much. And, uh it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much.